Have you watched the the newest video that went up? On... I, 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 saw, I saw a few pieces of it this morning, not the full thing. Oh, okay. Fine. The only podcast I've ever been upset that you were on top of the microphone. Because <laughs> you were... Why? Because you were, you were right here. You tell me to. <laughs> I'm, I'm a caddy. I breathe heavy. What do you want? I, I know. I just thought it was funny. The only time I've ever wished you were just a little bit further. <laughs> Jason Voorhees. Is that his name? Back away from the microphone. <sighs> What's your say for Don't get so close. What's your say for Zaddy. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word. I'm Am. I'm Mr. Christopher. And this is the sex education podcast that we forget to do the proper opening every week. That has a few kinks. Exactly. <laughs> that's, the, that's the gag now. Because I think we keep saying the wrong thing or we completely forget that. Bit. I don't know why you say we. That is your line. We go back and forth. I know, but sometimes when we're doing an episode on YouTube, you'll be like, we didn't say the safe word. Because, because you know we what? Didn't. I can I know I know I know I'm I'm appreciating you for keeping us on track. You're welcome. But also reprimanding you because I can't Why? do everything. I can't well, do I, everything. See, I do. I tell you every, when you do it wrong. That's what daddies do. You're welcome. You almost had a nice compliment there, <laughs> and then you had to make it about how I did something wrong. Not that I was, you know, carrying everything. But welcome back. Hi, how are you? Hi, everybody. I'm good, <laughs> since I'm the only one who can answer right now. Would you like to ask me how I am? Oh, how are as you? As the other host. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> you know, I'm great. <laughs> well, I just listened to you go on and on about how stretched out you were. So. You don't even say, okay, really. <laughs> so I feel like I've already had this okay. update. And we're back from I am out. No. Yes, and I'm a little stressed because we just got back. Literally just got back from traveling for pretty much three weeks nonstop. And he has a shit ton of emails to respond oh my God, to. And he I, hates responding to I emails. I hate emails. We have a lovely manager who takes care of some of the, the work. But, there, you know, as someone who works for themselves, like, that's a stress that I have. And I well, mean, you're more creative. You're not the. Technical. Oh yeah. You're not the day to day nuts and bolts. I hate emails. Yeah. I like know. tweeting, I can do. That's easy. Putting out like con like content and editing, doing and, the fun creative stuff. Absolutely. And if you want to see him blow a gasket, do send him a two page messenger. <laughs> oh, Facebook I messenger blow a gasket. I just I dislike when people are like. I sent you a thing on Facebook Messenger, and I'll be like, great, when was it, and was it important? Because I didn't see it. Because you don't look at it, No, ever. because not everyone uses Facebook like that. Facebook is uh, social media that if you can see that I'm posting regularly, yeah, I'll probably see your, your, your message. But I have not touched Facebook in six months, and my mental health has never actually been better because of it. That's fair. You know? It's... It, it's a lot of information. Like it just just the other day, if not today, I just got an article from a friend that was talking about how people were now going after it, Meta, not Facebook anymore, Meta, and trying to let the Supreme Court decide if hate speech was allowed on these platforms because censoring it is, you know, because you're taking away my right to be a dick. And so <laughs> I don't need that energy in my life. Uh, but I'm just happy to be back. I'm just. It'll be a, a, another couple of days till I feel like a human again because I'm just trying to make sure I don't drop any balls. But don't touch a, me. You're a puppy. 
Oh my god! And, You're a puppy. Okay, now now he's being cute, and yeah, we just you. got back from IML though. We did. We we did a and whole whirlwind tour of the world. We both feel good. So knock on something don't, right yeah, now. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, knock on it, please. <laughs> well, no. If you think about it, we've done three events back to back and have come back relatively healthy, except for for severe yeah. exhaustion. Yeah, yeah, exhaustion <laughs> which was, for sure. Expected. Um, like minor minor like head coldy things but more so i think just from running ourselves ragged like no covid after iml especially like we're still feeling okay i mean i'm feeling okay you're feeling okay i'm feeling okay actually there was one day at iml where i really hit a wall and i think it was just standing all day my butt hurt and not in a yeah, no, no 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 oh, not in a good no, way okay my ass hurt so yeah, much yeah it did stop it i'm not trying to be sexy <laughs> yeah, it, it, it just it was achy my ass was achy i had an achy achy ass <laughs> I, and i think it was from shifting left to right all day long as people went by the booth because we're standing in a booth we're, we're not really moving yeah and so i think i overused my butt muscles talking to people <laughs> Is that but thing? you know we were selling we were selling that merchandise we, did. we were selling that merch nonstop. not only from you know our own merch that we were doing but mr yes. s but also we're... today's sponsor manscaped <laughs> is, that, is the plug for no, yeah i got sponsor? the plug okay. yes. I, try, I try to get it even though we didn't sell subtly. any manscaped there no i'm saying right now we're selling right now, some manscaped. Right now, yes. now y'all gentlemen ladies men and non-binary friends we all have parents in some way shape or fashion and you know what's coming up quickly my favorite holiday and the one i'm expecting to get a lot of gifts for daddy's day father's day daddy's day parental figure who might uh, assign or have some sort of manly pronoun attached to it because you know daddy is about mindset more than anything Ooh, ooh, and all the new zaddies i met this weekend they need to get Manscaped. Manscaped is here to help. Now, we are here to ensure that whether you have a daddy, a zaddy, or just a dad, that you are going to get them something not only nice, but something they can use and will help them get some action. <laughs> because nobody likes unkempt hair. Now, trimmed hair, lovely. Nice, bushy, but again, trimmed hair, lovely. No hair, fun as well. Okay, so I do have to say, at our booth at IML, the number of people who drop their pants to try electrical, that definitely No, 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 chastity. Needed... Oh, chastity, chastity, too. So we are trying on cock cages on these guys. I'm like, I wish we were selling Manscaped. I would have Manscaped them right there. <laughs> the lawn blur. And charged them for it because... 4.0. Yeah. Oh, I could have... Ooh, that you could should be have a had a Manscaping booth. I'm that literally saying. could be a surcharge SIR. <laughs> And if you'd like to get your own surcharged for bad jokes, you too can check out Manscaped and use offer code what, Daddy? Watts20. For 20% off and free shipping. And also, if you're getting that perfect performance package, and we're not just talking about your package, we're talking about like the whole the package that Manscaped sells, you can also get some boxer briefs, a lovely razor, a travel shed, um, and, oh, 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 your favorite. The, the weed whacker. Yeah, the yeah. weed whacker. Now, I love the Lawnmower 4.0, which is their, their newest of the brand, which has, again, that light. It has the tons of RPMs. It has the on-off switch for traveling. And it's USB rechargeable, so you can just plug into your little USB thing, and then it charges on its little wireless station, which I love especially. Now, if you use the Lawnmower 4.0, you will be the official VIP. MVP. Sorry, not VIP. Well, 
both, maybe, <laughs> of Father's Day. <laughs> so we all have dads in mind this holiday season and make sure that they not only get that lawnmower, but the Boxer 2.0, brand new from Manscaped, to cradle them boys <laughs> in their own special place. <laughs> so, again, Daddy, what code can they use? Watts20. At manscaped.com or the link down below. And your balls, maybe your dad's balls, or just your hairy areas. Well, thank you. Thank you, Manscaped. So, I mean, let's just talk about it then. We were at IML. We we did yes. the thing. It has been actual years, three years since we've been to IML. I know. And the last time we were at IML, you competed for the oh, title. Oh, we'll get there. We'll oh, get okay. there. Okay. But as Daddy was saying, we go there with uh, Miss Dress Leather. Mm-hmm. And this is our first year where we had our own little segment of the Miss Dress Leather booth that Ms. they were Dress nice enough is to let us sell stuff at. Very nice to Like, what's us. the safe word stuff, too? And because they're happy that we come and sell their products. They, they said that we could sell our t-shirts as well. Um, so we brought a bunch of our stuff from safewordshop.com. And the the amount of people who bought, thank you so much. And the amount of people yeah. who came up and supported the channel and said they loved us, which never gets old. So don't think that we hear it all the time. We do hear it all the time. But I like hearing it all the time. So Getting so many mixed signals. <laughs> we appreciate you all for coming to say hello. First and foremost, before we get into the stories that happened at IML, because I have a whole mm-hmm. spreadsheet here of stuff Uh-oh. to talk about. Um, but first and foremost, we had a really good time. It was so nice to be back. Everyone was so respectful and lovely. The contestants were all amazing. The, the, the contestants that I ran with that I got to see again this year, it was just nice to see all of you. You forget, and I just want to, again, start with this because it, I, it, felt, it felt the most important for my notes is that <clears throat> being gone from events like this, having gone through COVID, there was a lot of awkwardness, a lot of people that still socially didn't know how to, to get through the grooves of it all, but also a lot of new people going to these events for the first time. And, and not mm-hmm. just in their like 20s, there was a lot of people in their 30s, some people in their 40s. I think I think people who have been putting it off forever and thinking there's going to be another year to do it mm-hmm. um, and they need to fix their house this year or whatever. Took, I think they did that during COVID. Took now, they fixed yeah. Their, they fixed to, their house. To they're decide, ready to get out of the house. Life's too short. I need to go have some fun. And so, yeah, the boys were out and they were thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> but calling out again that I think there's still a lot of trauma that some people are working through because one of the notes I have here that happened on the very first day was we were, or I was helping this gentleman find some gear uh, and didn't didn't touch the guy at all we had a booth in our way like a, a table where we were selling like cock cages and ball weights and um somebody like comes up to his side on the other side of the table and was like touched him on the shoulder and was like oh i'm happy to help you with that and his immediate reaction is do not touch me backs away like i cannot be touched by other people please don't touch me and just had a very visceral reaction Ooh, i missed that one I yeah i don't that. think you were there at the booth actually but it was just like it was a very clear reminder of like first of all there's people that health wise just don't want to risk it and so they don't touch people at all he was Mm -hmm. wearing a mask like i respect that second of all even just it was a friendly touch on the shoulder like oh i can show you how that works by a random patron Mm -hmm. and he was just no i also had my own reactions of like seeing people for the first time in actual years like it's really easy to feel yourself be distant from someone when all you're seeing are Facebook posts from that person, you know? Yeah, and and it's hard too because 
well, you know how I am about remembering names to begin with. Sure. But it's been three years, and they look familiar. Yeah. And we might have had a connection three years ago and probably a really good conversation, but I don't always remember it. Yeah. So just be kind to each other as we get out to events and stuff. You know, like, if a name's forgotten, it's nothing personal. Like, I, I recognized everyone, and I remembered names of a lot of people, but there was probably some people that was like, oh, I forget your name, but I know that this instance happened, this instance ha We laughed about this, we talked about that. And it was nice to see those people again, because now I feel more invested to get back in touch with a lot of the friends that I've lost contact with from all those years ago. Um, so I just want to start out by saying that and, and saying that I hope everyone had a lovely time. They were reconnecting. They were making new connections and tentatively saying, I can't wait to see other people at more events in the future so long as we're all safe and healthy and doing our best, you know? Yep. But that said... There was some juicy gossip and stories oh, yeah. and tea, I'm sure. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh. what, what what were some of the most interesting things that happened to you? Because I have a whole list, but I don't want to talk about Oh, I didn't write stuff. mine down, so I'm going to remember Well, mine see, and this is why on. when I say, hey, that's a great idea. You should write that down. And you say, I won't forget. It's up here. It's in the trap. <laughs> so well, let me get, give me one that's of your traps. That's trap. You give fell me, for give the Give me one trap. of your traps. <laughs> you fell for the trap. Oh, I know. I didn't fall for anything, but go ahead. Story, go great <laughs> how about how about I'll, I'll help you i'll throw you i'll throw you a trap how about uh the bathroom door the bathroom door oh that was my tea okay first of all the hotel is an experience. <laughs> the hotel, it has not been yeah. updated since the 70s. And we've been there for like how many years? Must have been built in the 20s. Probably has the same carpet since the 60s. Anyway, so on the back of our bathroom door, the, I, I saw this neat little gadget, which I, I looked at. And at first, I, I couldn't figure out what it is. And then I realized it's a bottle opener, which fine. Okay. I mean, not many people need a bottle opener anymore in hotel rooms. It was rooms. convenient. It was in the but bathroom. It was, it was convenient. It was, yeah, in the bathroom, which was odd. Uh, but it also had this little hinged corkscrew. So you can't take the corkscrew off, but it will come. It, it goes from like pointing down at the floor to 90 degrees. It's on this little swivel on the door. It's on a on swivel door, on the door. And I don't know door. how you would have used it to So how would you open a bottle of I'm wine with that? I didn't try, You honestly. would have to put the bottle 90 degrees to the floor, screw it in, and then pull. And if you pulled, then wine is going no, everywhere. I think what? it was more of a situation of get the, the, the cork you know, screwed on and then kick the door. And then it, it pops open. Oh, that might work. We should no, have tried that. No. <laughs> but still, it and and uh -huh. what boggles my mind because this must have I am guessing this was designed in the 50s and attached to the door in the 60s and it wasn't very strong. How has this thing not broken off yet? That might be why this is the first time we've seen a door with it because <laughs> all it, the other it ones broke have off been all broken the other off. Ones. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so this I found this anomaly. Anomaly is that right? That's not the word. But anomaly. Yeah, go ahead. This corkscrew anomaly. <laughs> 
<laughs> had no use whatsoever. I mean, we didn't try to use it, but well, I, I wish we had. Maybe next time. Yeah, I, I was time. fascinated by it, though. So Every was, time I yeah. went to the bathroom, I had to look at it again just to see if I was missing something. So that kept me constantly entertained. And yet we never tried. Why didn't we try it? Because we didn't have bottled wine. <laughs> we had a bottle of Jack. <laughs> we woke up with a bottle. We were Kesha the entire weekend. We no. were Kesha. Um, I will say I I rem- I don't miss the heavy drinking that happens at these events after that after the weekend. We didn't drink that heavy. No, we didn't. Yeah. But I I just the 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 constant uh, community of people being like, can you do you want to drink? 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 And I'm just like. No, <laughs> on the flight back, even I was like, y- you even were like, you want to get a drink? And I was like, absolutely not. I'm so good. But I am always full of a lot of firsts as well. We had uh, our first screaming fans, which was very kind. And I-, I-, I appreciate that people are excited to see us. Um, but as we're as we're getting to the hotel, carrying baggage is probably not the first the first thing that we want to see. And they actually did come back later, and we're just really well. They really came to the booth sweet. later, and, mm-hmm. they, and we did pictures, and and that was good. But I mean, to be fair, I mean, when are they supposed to pick their moment to scream? Please don't scream at me. <laughs> Why? I, I thought love, it was fun. I love people excited, but screaming scares me. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Scream all you want. Um, we had a we had a person that was that that was crying from seeing us, and I I I feel bad because I don't want I want to be like oh thank you they were Wait, excited to I see there? us what's that was I there yes, yes they were, were crying like tears yeah they were excited to see us and they were crying and I just didn't know what, if I should give them a hug or if I should just be a, like pat them on the head or but Did they you? were also very sweet they just didn't know how to contain their emotions they they also ended up coming back and just had a really nice conversation so I, I so and in those situations you don't know if you can touch someone or not yeah so I just open my arms and if you come in if you come forward I assume you want to hug so see Ayn had his first vacation which mm. which he really enjoyed. Our Ein stuffed animals are still available. Mm-hmm. You can get them now if you'd I like. I with Ein every night. I, yeah, he got to have his first vacation. And then, um, oh, one of my... So, as you said, I ran for IML three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. But the last one, yes. Yeah, the last one that happened before COVID. And then, um, at the time, I was running as team-friendly. I was Mr. Friendly, but now team-friendly. You were also living in your old apartment. Two, oh yeah two apartments ago yeah very very long time ago yeah. but um while running for that like you know i the thing when you whenever you run for a contest you talk about the things that you're either good at or your assets or your platform or what you do so i i probably had a lot i was talking about but youtube and what's a safe word was always there from the get-go and mm-hmm. from the beginning because it was you know literally part of my job at the time and i had some organizers of the event um, I even had some judges come back and say hello, and two two people, two specific people came to me, and they were like, oh my god, I'm so glad you're still doing that little YouTube thing that you started for that IML last thing. year. No, no, no. <laughs> that you started? <laughs> yeah, that I had started for IML when I ran. Oh, yeah, and that's not how it started. And... I, I didn't correct them. I said thank you because they were like, it kept me, you know, sane through COVID. It was such a nice thing to watch it's, with my it's boy. It's probably the first time they watched it. Yeah, no, it yeah. was. It was, it was, it was, it was. Um, I just thought it was really funny because and one of them was a judge. Even even that judge was like, oh, it's so great that you continue doing that even after your last, uh, even after IML. And I was just like, <laughs> I, I've been doing this for... It's so big of you not to correct no, people. <laughs> no, I was, I'm being kind, but I was also like, 
Did you even read the application? No. no. <laughs> there's there's 60 something people that are competing there. So I just thought it, it was a very funny moment that I wrote down because I was like, we've been doing this for so much longer than that. And I realize and am thankful that some of those people found us because of COVID. So as a contestant, because all the contestants wear those gold medals when they compete, did you wear yours? Well, that was that was some tea. That was some drama. I, um, I, I was leading you into that. I appreciate it. Well, that was another moment, though, that came up as well was uh, a current contestant came up to me and they it was like the, the end of the weekends, so, you know, that everyone was wiped and they were like coming up to buy something and had mentioned like, oh, yeah, I, I wasn't wearing my medal at the time because I had lost it. And I was like, oh, no, you lost your medal. This is like it's a thing that you get while competing, which is very deep and very personal. And it's like this whole brotherhood of people that, you know, they all have medallions. But my thing is. I wore it the year that I competed. Mm -hmm. I wore it if I was judging a thing that year afterwards. Um, but I don't, or I hadn't planned to wear it at the IML. And I didn't wear it at this IML because in my mind, I don't want to confuse people that might be judges, that might be contendies. So, and I appreciate that because to me, it seems like more and more people are wearing their medals around at, a, at, at that event. And I always feel like a dick because I'm like, are you competing this year? And they're like, oh, no, no, I competed three years ago. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, well, so, so I get, I feel like, and if they are competing this year, then I feel like, um, how did I not know they were competing? So, well, and then they, they look at me like, uh, duh, I'm so. competing this year. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, well, sorry, but, but there's 200 other people wearing a medal too. So I didn't yeah. know. So, and, and the point of that story being like, they came up and they're like, well, I, it, it's fine, I guess. You know, I lost, I lost my medal, but like, you don't wear yours ever, anyways. And I was just like, Ooh. what do you, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm working the event, first of all. I don't want to wear a medal while I'm working in a booth that is not selling medals. And he's like, yeah, but you you just don't wear it when you're not at the booth either. And I was like, well, I also just don't think that I want, I don't want to confuse anyone. He's like. So yeah, and, and another question is for people who wear collars, doesn't the metal, or the, the, the metal conflict with that too? Because so your lock would be hitting the collar all the time. I mean, there's a number of reasons not to wear the metal, but like, I want to be respectful. And so when he said that, I was like, uh, okay, I hear you. I totally hear you. And I'll, I'll double check on that. So I turned around and I asked multiple people. I asked Race, first of all, who said, no, yeah, I think you're fine. Then I asked past IMLs because I wanted to be very clear that I was not being disrespectful. And if he's talking about it, then somebody else is talking about it with them in my mind. And not talking about you about it. Well, and I don't want to, again, I don't want to be disrespectful. Like, if I'm expected to wear that medal nonstop 24-7, then I've committed to that because I competed. But Wouldn't they tell you that? Well, that's just it. Is they didn't say you had to wear it after every single IML, but some people do. And that's fine. So what I ended up getting from the IMLs that have won and have seen many events and many people was... Everyone is in, entitled to wear it their own way. They personally found it kind of hard to differentiate contestants from past contestants if you are wearing your old medals because they all look the same. They're yeah, all made the same way. They all look like this year. But if you have like a lot of, uh, what do you call it, honor and respect and you just feel good about your medal, there's nothing wrong wearing it. 
Uh, but I've seen contestants that put like a little black electrical tape over the front, during, like over one side to like Ooh, differentiate that, that they have run in the past. Yeah. And that was kind of my, my headspace of, around it as well. Like if I wanted to wear the metal, which I didn't want to while working especially, I could do that. But I was trying to make sure that the people that were competing get the love and the respect specifically because they are also competing, you know? Although maybe a line, a black line across it would also... Uh, uh, be misconstrued as uh, uh, like being disrespectful. Yeah, no. like uh, protesting. No, okay. I don't think so. No. If there was like an X through it, maybe. What if you but just turned it over? It ends up being turned over regardless while you're doing <laughs> stuff. I remember it was it was always being turned over yeah. while competing, but it was just really interesting because like the customs that we we think exist aren't always the case, and and people just like to talk, and it's just like. We don't need to assume people are being disrespectful by doing certain things at these events. If you think someone's wrong, respectfully come up to them and be like, hey, aren't you supposed to wear your medal? Because I would have been like, you know what? I don't think so, but let me check. Because I, I don't ever want to think that someone, I don't ever want someone to think that I don't respect the community that we have, the customs that we have, or the com like competitions that we have. As someone who's been involved not only in them, but has judged many myself. And I think that everyone's kink is is different and everyone's customs are different how they like respectfully do them in our community so it's best to just double check and and educate yourself while while also asking questions of the customs that we have i agree <laughs> um it was nice to see that said the people from the year that i ran it was nice to see them all thriving and doing their own things still um some of them continuing on their platforms some of them finding new platforms because when you you compete with that many people and you spend that many days together there's a bonding brotherhood that happens mm -hmm. um and you guys all remember that from your title year it's true um, you know what else I remember? What that jukebox in the fucking lobby, <laughs> oh which they God. unplugged the fi oh the final night because the first two nights it was a free for all. It was literally baby what we shark. called da, 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 no, da, da, thankfully not that. Da, 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 da. But it was we called it the oh god, we equated it to the party bottom at a <laughs> sex club because it was literally anyone was playing with it. Yeah, and everyone. So it went from journey to Lady Gaga, to Spongebob covers, yeah. to, it was just, oh That's my God. That's why I said Baby oh Shark. God. So, so oh. and to, usually at these events, there is some sort of music playing in the lobby. Usually it's a DJ or music that's been brought in by the event. Mm -hmm. IML did not have that. They had a bar in the lobby that belonged to the hotel with, and maybe this should have been my tea. Two of the slowest oh, bartenders I've ever encountered in my entire life, serving hundreds of gay men thirsty. Anyway, so the jukebox is just literally a jukebox plugged into the wall. And because of the lack of music, people started plugging the jukebox, but mm -hmm. with their own personal choices. Mm -hmm. And there's a wide variety of people there. So we got a little country. We got a little... And there were some people that are trying to troll the audience, too. Who yeah. plays SpongeBob best day ever in a fucking jukebox? At a Have you met some of these puppies? No, no, no. I don't think no, they no. were I saw the guy that played it. He was giddy and being chaotically obnoxious. Anyway. <laughs> um, but that said, the bar wasn't the only thing that seemed a like the, the bar was slower. But and I want to be very uh, respectful in that 
I, we've been to this event a number of years. Like, yes. I think this is my 10th year, if I did the math right. Do, do, so, you know, this, my first IML was 1992, and I've been to every single one since. Mm -hmm. So this is my 30th. 30th. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, but I want to respectfully give some feedback <laughs> based on what I was told. So the day before I left for IML, mm -hmm. I got my hair cut from a barber here in San Francisco. And one of the barbers at the shop turned to me and said, oh, yeah, you're going to IML, right? And I said, yeah, I'm really excited. I can't wait. And he's like, it's such a young kids event. It is. It, there's too many kids. I can't stand it. Too many hip kids. It's not for the older guard anymore. I is, probably won't ever go back. Is your hairdresser 90? I'm not. I, I don't need to give details on this person. I'm just saying. And then that same day was texting with a friend who couldn't make it at IML this year, who was very much like, eh, it's fine. The The hotel is too old. I don't like the crowd. It seems very run down. And it's literally the two extremes, too old from one person, too young from the other. And I, I just wish that there was more cohesion, not only in the marketing, but like, I'd love to see a new hotel one day, maybe. That that hotel, we had hot showers for the first... No, we did not for the first. No, no, no sorry. We, <laughs> the first 20 minutes of every shower was freezing. Yeah. The, the last 20 and minutes I of every shower, shower first, so guess was who got, scalding. Guess who got the cold one? Have you ever tried to douche with scalding hot water? Not have, possible. <laughs> have you ever had tried to manscape with freezing cold? You were, you were using your manscape razor in the shower? In the freezing, oh my god, you are, are, are you okay? Oh my god! But I just, I, I wish that because some of the younger kids are like, well, I didn't see anything on social media, so I didn't even plan oh, for it. Yeah, so their social media is non-existent. But at the event, they had a live tweeting account <laughs> that I love. French tweet account. I loved it. They didn't use their own IML no, account. It was like live at IML was the name of the account, and Why it was would great. You do that? I don't know. I don't know personally. As a as a social media person, I wouldn't have done that. I would have given the account the account ownership to that live tweeter for the day. Right. I would have been like, hey, this is the live tweeting Twitter person for IML today. And that would have been so much more engaging. You know what happens with older organizations like this though? They, they forget lost the password. The password. Oh no. And oh, so no. Oh, no. who and then people move away from the organization that had the password and now they have a Twitter account that's probably in limbo. Um, but that's not true because they were able to su successfully tweet a couple tweets um, w with um, a very interesting um, montage. Okay. Shall we say? Th okay. <laughs> Again, I want to be so fucking respectful here and say I've adore IML. I love the people that put it on. There are so many creative people in that organization. But like the week or two before the event, there was some tweets and they were all like PowerPoint slideshows, not like flashy edited videos. And so I, I totally understood when my friend said that it, it felt stagnant based on the social media they didn't see or this, the very few they did see. I understand like social media is this great way to bring in a new crowd, but it's also a way to make the event seem like professional and flashy and fun. And I, I know IML is professional and flashy and fun. The event was run so well. It the, the contest great. is the contest really run was well. amazingly run yeah. and they had graphics for everything. There's oh. a disconnect there to the front facing people that want to find this event though. I think. Although they did have an issue because the park across the street now, because it's Labor Day weekend, that there's a festival in the park that has grown and grown over the years. And that stopped 
traffic on Michigan Avenue in Ooh. front of the hotel. Yeah. And so all the contestants, so I think the first, the Pexton personality on Saturday, uh, all the buses with people going to it, including the judges, were stuck on a bus and traffic stopped for 20 minutes. Which uh, isn't couldn't get to the fault. contest. And no, it's not, not their fault. fault whatsoever. But unfortunate logistics, you yes. know. <laughs> so just some kind, respectful feedback because Lord knows I know how much work it takes to do things like that. I've yeah. seen the behind the scenes, the the contestant scenes, the front scenes. And I mean nothing but respect when I say you. it, it could be a little better here or there to make it the perfect event, you know. And we've 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 seen so many different events. And we just came from Darklands, which was run like a well-oiled machine, lubed, lubed. There was a like lot of a well-oiled <laughs> lubed machine. But you know what else is important for keeping a, a machine lubed? No sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today's second sponsor is another well-lubed machine that we use on a daily basis. Uh, have you heard of Scruff? Um, have I heard of it? Not only have I heard of it, I watched everyone in front of me as they walked around this convention oh using it. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about that. And this is not a jab at Scruff, but more so a jab at people that use it sometimes because conversations are still important, even if you're in the room next to us, okay? Have a little conversation if you want this dick, okay? Oh, my God. I literally, I was at a urinal peeing, and the guy next to me was peeing and using his phone. On his phone. Oh and I'm like, God. are you on Scruff? And he's like, yes, because my friends just give me shit when I'm on it in front of them. So I'm like, so you have to go to the toilet to get on Scruff. Just been like, Here's our cruising episode. Please listen to this. So the top-rated LGBTQ global dating app for traveling, networking, and dating, Scruff, is our second sponsor today. And we're not just here to talk about the dating app, which is lovely. It works great. But we're here to talk about sock suckers. It's an original content series by the Scruff Dating app. Satirical, funny, raunchy, and it even has some voices that you might recognize, including Tony Talks, Meatball. You know Meatball. I love Meatball. Drew Drogue, as well as a number of leading adult industry actors. So again, people that you've heard, seen, and you, I mean, you've seen lots of some of them, I'm sure. Now, the real details of the matter, though, Sock Suckers is a limited comedy series presented by Scruff the Dating App, releasing episodically throughout the month of June. Hi, gay. Are you ready for some pride while also stuffing some socks? Now, Scruff wanted to create their own original series that was flagrantly in-your-face, hilarious, with sex-positive overtone, and they're doing it by <laughs> being funny, being humorous, but using drag queens, the one thing these algorithms love to use. So if you're looking to get some drag while getting dragged, they are not going to take themselves too seriously and want people to laugh but still be sex positive, which is literally our entire brand. So like porn, but with sock puppets, which we've also done before, actually. <laughs> so you can watch all the episodes on Scruff's YouTube channel, which will be linked down below. And beginning on June 3rd is when the first episode goes up. Now, some interesting thoughts to keep in mind. Drag queens and sock puppets make it so they can get away with, in theory, just about anything. Ooh, so, we should try that. I know, right? Sock well, we sucker. tried the sock puppet thing and it didn't work. I know. They hated us for that puppet episode. And I still don't know why on YouTube. But I love Scruff and I want you guys to check this out. So it will not only be fun and informational, it's probably going to be the least offensive and least stigmatizing way to approach this topic. Go check out Scruff. Thank them for being a lovely sponsor on What's a Safe Word. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and get ready for a couple fun episodes this Pride season. I can't wait. <laughs> now, speaking of episodes, 
I also, it, this is one of my highlights of IML only because it was my self-care routine. I mm -hmm. watched uh, all seven episodes of Stranger Things yesterday on the way home. No, I saw you and I, I'd look over at your screen and I'm like, what the fuck is well, there's, watching? It's a lot of gore in it, but oh my yeah. God, I almost cried. Oh, episode, you know, if you've watched Stranger Things, you know what episode I'm talking Oh, this, the music, the scares, the heartfelt, uh that was that was a highlight of my IML though was just the winding down afterwards. I was editing our on guard episode, so. Well, okay, uh, which this I love. Daddy's learning how to edit from <laughs> from the ground up. I got to teach him when I wasn't being stranger than things. I was uh, leaning over and I was teaching him some shortcuts and little hotkeys. And I don't know if you know this, but it it's, it takes a lot of work to edit. So go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, what else? <laughs> but especially when it's a four camera shoe mm -hmm. with four audio tracks. Yeah, and yeah, it's a lot. It's and a lot, a lot. Uh huh. It does. Isn't it so amazing how? Some people have skills that are just... You do it every week. I'm waiting for the compliment. Oh, really no, you're am. so good at it. I'm, <laughs> I'm amazed. I should have asked for the compliment. Anyway, I, I do want to commend you because you were, you were, you are a not, you don't like learning new things. So for you what? to, <laughs> for you to take that on because you know that there's just, we make too much content and I can't do and all of it. can't keep up. No, no, but it's our content. Well, to be fair, we had hired out an uh, an editor to do the first rough cut mm -hmm. and they used a different program than you. So when they delivered the final package, I looked at it and <laughs> all the frames had like fallen. So nothing was cropped right. So yeah. I learned how to go through and crop them all right. So daddy's learning to slowly edit. And in about a month or two, he'll probably be taking on the mainline YouTube channel videos and no. just edit. No. <laughs> I'm Wrong. Kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, hey, speaking of cocks in socks, though, yeah. there was a certain booth that might have a story that you could tell. Now I am feeding you stories. This is a cock eye kink. Oh, do you want to tell the story? Of oh, 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 yes. <laughs> Wait, I, but first, that was a horrible segue. I, I'm doing my best. I am doing socks. my best. Okay. They so, sell no socks. So here, I'll give you a better. Okay. Lead no, no, I'll give you a better lead. In. Okay. okay. So as you know, these events are like Comic Cons for kink. Like that's the best way to describe it because yeah. there's stage shows, there's booths. And we are one of those booths that is selling stuff out the ass, literally. But... There are so many people at these events that we we assume that there's going to be people, you know, shoplifting. It's not great. We hate it. There's security for a reason, but there's thousands of people all at once. So yeah. and, and I mean, it's not like we have security at the door. Uh, and I'm always, always amazed when people are like show me their other hand and like, oh, I'm buying this too. <laughs> like, you know, and the King community is very honest very and honest. very appreciated in that it. regard. But so, but our good friends um, who own Cockeyed Kink, Eric and Claire, they've as their business has grown, they've started coming to these vendor things, and and Amp and I try to give them as much help as we can and advice. Um, they started out with a street festival here in San Francisco that we helped build for them, and then, but they have managed every time they vend to have something go. Kind of wrong. It's not their fault. You mean it's you say, not their you say fault? It like they managed no, no, to make no. something it's bad like, happen. No, 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 no. They've done nothing wrong. It's just. But when they were going to Claw L.A., their car got hit by a Winnebago, sideswiped them. So and they got a, a car full They're of okay. gear. They're, They're okay. fine. They're Everyone's okay. fine. But you, you just don't want to be driving 500 miles to have your car hit. 
So then, then in Claw, they were one of the booths that got shit on by the pipes. They were one of the booths where the pipes were overflowed and dripped on their booth. So they had to shut down the whole vendor market the day before. So that's two. And then on this one at IML, and they have the biggest booth they've ever had at IML, and they did extremely well, so very happy, but security didn't lock the door to their room at night down in the ballroom, and they came to their booth the next day and found a bunch of items were missing. And they know their items because everything is very custom and engraved, and they work very, very hard on each piece. Can I add a detail to that too? Sure. So yeah, so they have the custom the engraved and it's metal engraved it's pieces metal with engraved like harnesses very and hats and, and icons dog tags. on them. Yeah. But those icons also correspond with certain colors, and they only make a certain number of colors. So they're very custom stuff. They know their gear inside. They and know out. their inventory. Trust. And so there's had- a bathroom. So this is part of the story. So like the first night, I went into the bathroom in the lower lobby and didn't realize already that the sexy times were happening like this is day the thursday that we got there the guys go down to the men's room and unscrew all the light bulbs yeah all the bulbs are off and i need to pee dark (laughs) so peeing is no longer happening in this bathroom well it might be (laughs) it's just not at the urinals (laughs) too dark because this is where your story continues oh and so eric was sucking dick down in the bathroom allegedly which is Dark. And as he was, he looks over at the guy watching them and noticed the gear that was stolen from their booth. <laughs> he was wearing two pieces. A hat and like a harness. So he grabbed him by the shirt, dragged him out of the bathroom and started screaming for security, which the hotel did have security and is near the front door. So the security came and took... The- and, and not only was it this guy, it was his friend, uh, also wearing two pieces from their booth. And a whole backpack of other gear, <laughs> yeah. allegedly, So too. anyway, so they found the culprits who had stolen from their booth uh, and got their gear back, all because Eric was sucking dick in the bathroom. And this is why I always suck dick Moral in the bathroom. Moral of the story. No, that's not the moral story. <laughs> moral of the story, just don't be a dick. Because when someone's sucking a dick, they're gonna find they're out. They're gonna get you. They're gonna no. get you. No, it was just I was so happy that they got their gear back. And yeah, what a shitty thing to do. So, call back to Claw. Yeah. Um, and we hope that y'all will also check out our friends Cockeye Kink because yeah. they deserve it. Not they just do. because they got shat on and then. And man, on, I hope your next event goes way smoother. Knock on, knock on wood, knock please. On wood. Yeah. Um, other notable moments. This was this event. So this event, how many people did we have? In all, are, are on our talk, crew, are on our crew, roughly like 12? 12 traveling and four people that met us there. So we had about sixteen, I think. Sure. In and all, then, and then we had volunteers help set us up and tear us down. Yeah. yeah. So maybe sixteen to twenty people involved in our organizations here, but I think only about four or five of us had done this before, and so it was a really new crew. It was a, a very fresh for the mistress specifically, and so much so that like. One of the people was a new production person. So this is a person who literally we size all the harnesses and we throw it all at them. So they literally have hundreds, if not a thousand harnesses they're working on over the weekend. Right. So do we we were able to custom fit the harnesses to your body because we have people at a workbench who can put the rivets in the right place. But my favorite part was that this new production person, their name is Janet, um, usually works in just one of the back rooms upstairs at Mr. S. So doesn't get a lot of FaceTime with our customers. But the very first day before everything opened up, like she saw all the stuff hanging in the the you know, the big 
cages that we built to hang stuff on and lay stuff out. And she was going around with her phone on like Skype, like with the other production people back home uh-huh. and like a bunch of them just on the on her phone. And she's like, and here's here's what you guys did over here. And here's the puppies <laughs> so over sweet. here that you guys made. And, and over here's the butt stuff. And here's electrical that you guys bought. And like it was just it was just really nice and wholesome. You know, I like Janet. She was very sweet and very smiley the entire weekend. Um, yeah, she was she was a it, it just goes to show that like the people spend entire weeks of their their life. I mean, it's their job, but like they spend their life making this event possible. Mm-hmm. So for them to see the full storeroom floor, she had never seen IML before. She didn't know what it was about. So for her to kind of have that full circle was just really nice because I think we look at this event and we feel jaded in a lot of ways because we've done it so what? many times. Okay, well, that response alone. Um, <laughs> but it was just nice Old to and see. run down. I think that's how you described me. Well, we or was three, that the hotel? Did you describe the hotel or me as I old and I did not, down? but uh, I'm sure the IML people listening will take note of that. It's just a really old hotel. Okay, It is an old it's hotel. It's a lovely, gorgeous hotel. It's new. It was old 30 years ago. Yeah. But 30 years ago, it had its charm. So... <laughs> I, I think it's lost a lot of its charm. It's just point. got it's gotten old. There's still bottle wine opener combos on the back of the bathroom doors, y'all. Oh, back to that jukebox <laughs> story though. The whole lobby floor is marble, so it is <gasps> echoey too. So if you have bad music in there, you have bad echoey music. Oh god, bouncing off the floors and the ceilings. How about we talk about some chastity? Chastity. Now I've got a few chastity stories. Okay. Um. <laughs> One of which included another, another one of a person coming up and asking, hey, I have the knockoff version of this. Oh, How does it compare? Geez. Really? Don't do that. I never, I got that Stop it. question at Claw. Really? And second one? Second? Yes. Oh, I had, no, no, not just one person. I had two, pe- two different people come up and be like, so I have the knockoff version. How does it compare? And my response was just like, if you need to get a knockoff to figure out if you like chastity or something, cool. But like, they're not going to fit well, and they're going to be very hit or miss. Yeah, the hope, real hope version the is going to be off. real. <laughs> yeah, please be careful I with wish the keys. You yeah, no, it's very much like please just be careful because you don't know who made that, where it's coming from. It's knockoff for a reason. Um, but my fa- my other favorite story was uh, someone came like we were helping people get into chastity for the entire weekend. That's part of our part of the booth. Um, and so we get a lot of people that are first timers that come by and they're like, Hey, can you help me put this on? And there was one kid specifically that came back, pop, he came by one day and he's like, I'm really interested. And he was chatting with you. Cause I, I remember he- hearing the conversation and he's like, do I know you? We've talked somewhere before. And that was the end of that conversation. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. He came back <laughs> the next day and he's like, Hey, I did end up buying this chastity. It's not feeling great. Oh, hey, I looked you up. I do remember you. I've watched videos of you. You just didn't have gray hair in them. I know. He's like, Can you I... help me? <laughs> Immediately goes to, Can you help me with this chastity like, device? I think you just called me old um, and graying, um, which I am, which is fine. And... But it's just kind of the tone in which he said it. <laughs> it was like, You don't look like you used to. <laughs> But then immediately followed up, can you help me get this on? Yeah, I was like, I'll help you get that on. It might pinch a little <laughs> or a lot. <laughs> Just be nice to the people. I We get it. You're having fun. But be nice to the people serving you, okay? Don't, don't be rude to the waiter. <laughs> 
Seriously. And I, I immediately turned and I said, I got this, daddy. He you. was really young, though. He, he was. was like he was, he was like oblivious to what he was saying. And he had no idea what he was saying. And he's like, but yeah, the day before, he's like, oh, you look so familiar. Do I know you? And I'm like, could be possible. And his friend, his friend actually that was with him did know who I was because I just saw him and he just had like this look on his face like, oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> And it was again. It was a mixed. It was a mixed crowd. So yeah. regardless of what my my barber friend said or my my younger friend said, the crowd was mixed. It was lively. There was all walks of life, all ages, all levels of skill, because there were still classes and things happening there. And I say men and boys a lot because there are a lot of them. But it is not a men's only event anymore. It's not. That, In fact, yeah. the drama. There was some drama around that, oh. which I want to make sure we're very clear about because yeah. a lot of people. I was streaming the other day, and people were like, "Well, what did you think?" multiple times through the stream, which meant I had already talked about it earlier in the stream, and now I'm talking about it over and over again. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure we're very clear about this. Like, trans men, trans women, people that are not binary are all allowed at this event, are, are celebrated for being at the event. We've had winners and people on the podium that are trans. And there was a class that was taught by a trans man mm -hmm. uh, talking about and using terminology for different body parts. And some people disagreed with First of all, a trans guy even teaching a class at IML because people are transphobic and we don't agree with them. But then there were also people that had a problem with the trans guy talking about and using verbiage that they didn't like for genitals. Mm. And I, I get it. Everyone's going to have a different preference to terminology, especially in queer culture. Like some queer people don't like the term queer. Other people find it very powerful and they are taking that, that turn and verbiage back. But... Can we please not attack, specifically in this case, trans people for talking about trans issues and teaching about trans topics and then turn around and not support our trans brothers and sisters and people while they're going through the hardest parts of their life, which is just trying to survive? Mm -hmm. Like, you you don't have their background. You don't have their history of what they've been through. And they also don't have yours. So I get it when people come into a chat or a thread on Twitter and disagree but there are ways to have conversations and disagree that allow everyone to learn and to see our perspectives and be like, you know what? I respectfully understand that you don't like this kind of verbiage for your – like, I don't like the term pussy for my asshole. But there are some guys that are all about their asshole being called a pussy, and they love that. And while I don't want anyone to call mine a pussy respectfully – I'm not going to get on someone's case that does choose that term, you know? Yeah, and it's the attacking part that yeah. I, I, I don't like. So, and I, I feel like we have so many foes that are against us already attacking people who aren't really meaning to be, say the wrong thing. Correcting them in a polite way is one thing, but when you attack them for it, then they're not going to, they're going to be too scared to even... It's, it's attacking your allies yeah. in a way. Especially when those people are using rhetoric that Republicans and those on the conservative side already use for us. It's not doing anyone a favor, you know? So I want to be very clear. I want to I want to just make sure that people know that these events are welcome for all people, even though it is an international Mr. Leather. We have all walks of life, not only helping to be in the event but the people that run that event like there are women on the staff there are trans people on the staff you can't just you can't you can't attack the people that are running the event and expect to be a part of the event you know the mm -hmm. same way I, mr s makes so much gear for the community and who's making that gear 
women, men, mm-hmm. trans people, like we dress you. So if you're going to be transphobic, you don't get to wear our gear. Yeah. You know? And even for us, for Mr. S, you know, so I do social media for Mr. S, uh, and we posted a group shot of the 12 people that we brought to IML. Um, and we got some negative comments saying, oh, negative. such lack of diversity. And we have. Wait, 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 wait. Lack of diversity? Well, I think <laughs> it's because it looks like the majority of the staff is presenting white. Okay. So, but we have three females on us uh, in that picture. We had a trans man. Uh, we had two people of color, uh, even though they probably weren't presenting that way to the naked eye. Um, and then when you got, when I got back, we were unloading the, uh, uh, the van with all of our gear and I walked down the hallway at the back of the store of Mr. S and they have uh, a board, a, uh, a little thumbtack board, board yeah. where they have every plan, uh, employee a, a Polaroid of them and it's over like 40 Polaroids and I looked Easily. at that wall and the diversity that is on staff at Mr. S is off the charts. Oh, yeah. Um, the people who run the neoprene <laughs> department, the people who make all those puppy hoods, a gigantic community of Asian women. Yeah. Huge. And they're not all, but like they're very closely knit and clearly have very close relationships. And that's how they've all learned and, and like this and job together. Going to this show for 30 years, it's a lot of work. So finding people to work a booth for four days in a row night and day and those are the 12 people i was just a little taken back i mean people are so quick to call out and Mm. be glib about something that they have really no knowledge of the workings of a company sometimes yeah and you you never know someone's story you never know their identity their sexuality their background you don't know if they're just presenting you know, more white than what they actually are. And that's not for you to even decide, you Mm -hmm. know? If you have a critique, you can respectfully let the company know. But, like, Mr. S does a very good job of being PC and doing their best to be right on the right side of things and make statements about important political change. But they very much so have one of the most diverse, especially for queer community, uh, like, staff, yeah. <laughs> and the three people good. who run the show, one is a female dyke, the other is a person of color, and uh and And then there's the white guy. guy. And we love the white guy. And the guy. white guy. We still like <laughs> the white guy. I mean, we love all of them. It's okay. But, <laughs> but two out of three. <laughs> that said. Anyway. Well, no, 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 I appreciated that because yeah. it, people don't see that either, you know? When, yeah. Before you comment something negative, whether it's about a class that happened at IML by who you thought was not a trans person maybe, or before you critique someone's Instagram photo with 20 people in it that you don't know each by heart, like, you just, come on, guys. Yeah. don't You don't need to complain about everything. Log off the internet, please, because you're not doing anyone a service and you're clearly not doing very well yourself. Anyway, <laughs> IML, what'd you give it? What'd you, we got what would you rate at it? The end. Uh, I would rate it an eight out of 10. The only complaint I have is the lodging in the lobby of that hotel. <laughs> um, I'd give it a solid 8.5. Yeah. The, the, the drinks were good. Um, I was, 
I couldn't make it to the contest because it was not next to the the hotel anymore, and, and that was kind of a, yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we liked, couldn't we couldn't. The get contest there. used to be across the street. You could walk to it, and then I might have the energy to walk across the street and sit and watch the contest, but I I didn't have the energy because you have to think about this when the the vendor market closes. That's when we have to go get food <laughs> to eat. The other the other discount, and that usually takes one and a half to two yeah, hours. The other issue I the had night. is the the choices of food. Just, I wish there was better food in the hotel yeah. the the breakfast of the hotel was so it was bad. terrible it gave me the worst upset stomach that yeah. day and we never touched the food in the hotel again but nope. it just was like Bleh. and then the other five points that came off for that i said 85 right yeah sure. the other five points was i can't i can't douche with scalding hot water it took so long <laughs> well i'm gonna the let piping, you go first then because the then you can have the freezing cold water jesus i know but it shouldn't be freezing cold or scalding hot it should be a nice in the middle okay it should be just right if i need it to be just hey right. this iml i never got stuck in an elevator that's true so that's good although <laughs> never mind no i don't have time for this story <laughs> Y'all, if you're looking for a Father's Day gift, please don't go check out Manscaped. If you're looking for a fun new series on YouTube by a queer company with drag and sex workers in mind, go check out Scruff, please. Uh, if you're looking for a fun harness by a company that keeps getting shat on, please go check out Cockeye Kink. We love them. Oh, God. I thought you were going to say Mr. S. <laughs> oh, no. Check out Mr. S, too. They both are wonderful companies that deserve all your love. No, I appreciate Mr. S. But... All that said, thank you guys for making it a great event. If you were there, lots of y'all came up and said hello. Again, we love you regardless of screaming or not. I, I appreciate everyone that came up and said hello. I thought the screaming was fine. It wasn't really screaming. They weren't really. I'm, I'm just. Screaming. I'm just. I'm just giving them a hard time at this point. They were very kind. They came up and they're like, "We're so sorry." And I'm like, "No, you're all good." They 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 know we weren't mad. <laughs> they brought me cookies the next day. Hey, if you're gonna scream at us and bring us cookies the next day, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that I need to say. Thank you for all of the gifts I got at IML. He had so many snacks. I had lots of food, um, and I also got a unicorn cigar cozy where you you pull <laughs> you the cigar out of the unicorn's butt. You can't butt. explain this one. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a lot. I'll put I'll put it on our Patreon wall so everyone can see it. And Patreon. if people do want to see it on our walls, Daddy, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Christopher Weston, or actually, no, that's, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Christopher Weston and Instagram at Mr. Christopher Weston. <laughs> this one had the audacity to tell me his socials were all alike when I called him out for this. Really, they're almost really? alike. Uh -huh. They're they're closer than, than uh -huh. most. Uh -huh. And you can find me everywhere at pup amp <laughs> or pupamp.com for the sexy bits this has been what's your safe word the sex education podcast got a few kinks but we had a video up every weekend even while traveling over on youtube channel what's the safe word yep. so go check them out and you see the behind the scenes and you can support us on patreon.com so what's the safe about word tweeting about that yeah but, we never do yeah but but you guys i uh, support us everywhere and i appreciate it don't forget to check out the eins they're only up for like another two weeks if you want an ein mascot plushie this is your last one of your last chances please don't miss out because they won't be sold again and i don't want people to be upset that, that would make it. a good handler's day gift. you mean a daddy's day daddy's day gift. who said i didn't already buy some oh Ooh. How many plushies and do I get? And we will see y'all next time! Bye. Bye! Wait, how many plushies do I get? Don't worry about it. Although I did take some photos of Ayn uh, in the, the Congress, and it literally looks like a horror movie, so I I was like, look, Daddy, it's the Ining. <laughs> oh, yeah, because well, the, the, the halls of this hotel do look like The Shining. Here's Daddy! It's, 